future is now. And welcome to the SVK Crypto Podcast. 15 minutes of crypto failure. My name is Charles Story. I will be your host for the next 15 minutes. We're coming live from the city of London, Shoreditch. So let's get down to business. I think we should kick things off with talking about the market. So Bitcoin's currently trading at $5,885. That's down 4% in the last 24 hours. Ethereum's currently trading at $411. That's down nearly 6%. We have Bitcoin Cash at $657. That's down 6%. EOS is currently trading at $7.25, which is down 7.5%. And we also have NEO, which is currently trading at $27.85. And that's down 8% in the last 24 hours. The current market cap for the crypto space is $233 billion, with Bitcoin's dominance currently at 43.1%. With that in mind, let's get on to the next part of the show. The first story that caught our attention today was NEO's next act. $700 million crypto ontology is about to go live. So if all goes well, $700 million worth of cryptocurrency is about to find a new home. That's because Shanghai-based ontology, a project closely tied up to the smart economy blockchain NEO, is expected to launch its live blockchain on June 30th, a step that will find one of the top 20 crypto assets finally realizing its proprietary technology. Described as an enterprise-focused platform, Ontology is seeking to provide high volume of fast and cheap transactions, all while helping businesses grapple with the thorny problem of interoperability and digital identity. As such, NEO is one of the several blockchains, public blockchains catering to enterprise that will have certainly and will go live soon. We also have Tron and VeChain being other notable, notable contenders. So, what might distinguish Ontology's claim is the experience of the team. So the pro- protocol emerged from NEO and Ethereum Challenger, who's founded that Hongfei is Ontology CEO. Both NEO and Ontology are subsidiaries of OnChain, which, deve- which is developed by a private enterprise blockchain platform called DNA. That is also OnChain CEO. Meanwhile, Ontology's founder, Li Jun, told Coindesk and other firms out there, that his company and NEO are co-founding work on API standardization, shared smart contract standards, and cross-chain technology innovation. Ontology's corporate and technical genealogy might be difficult to keep track of, but the results is a pragmatic approach that appears to combine ambition with a lack of the ideological fussness. As Lee said in Meetup in March, when you want blockchain to become a mainstream industry like the internet today, you have to link this to real business scenarios. For a while, Lee added, it seemed that appealing to businesses meant building a permissions framework like DNA, but soon became clear that public blockchain is the future. If you already trust each other, he explained, blockchain is not necessary. Having adopted that stance on-chain, which has since received backing from the Chinese conglomerate Funson, which has been accepted to Microsoft Shanghai Accelerator, began work on a public platform that would meet some of the business's most pressing needs, anchoring digital identities to the real world, allowing for flexibility in terms of technological design and preventing creation of restrictive silos. 
two, toker, two tokens, countless chains. So Ontology has created a complex framework in its bid to satisfy all of these goals. Similar to NEO with NEO and GAS, the network will support two tokens so far. Only ONT, O-N-T, exists. A token to the NEO blockchain it was distributed to NEO holders in an airdrop, half of which has been completed. The other half is set to occur after the mainnet launch this week. Barring unforeseen obstacles, these tokens will migrate to a proprietary blockchain on June 30th. Once there, they will serve as a governance mechanism, which uses staking ONT in order, or ONT, in order to make network decisions. Holders of ONT tokens will be able to receive newly created ONG tokens, which will serve as similar role to NEO's gas tokens, funding the execution of smart contracts. Each ONT will release ONG tokens for 18 years. The more unusual aspect of ontology design is that it consists of multiple interoperable chains anchored by a core blockchain in a way that perhaps not a different from how Ethereum envisions its sharding technology. According to those involved, his choice reflects ontology's enterprise focus and the desire to give businesses flexibility in terms of designing a ledger without shunting them into a silo. Daniel Asab, ontology senior overseer's market specialist, told the press, in the industry, there's a lot of on-chains that want to cut up cut their share in the ecosystem and try to take all the competition in this area. We want to cooperate with everyone, work with everyone and make this compatible as possible. Speaking in March, Lee noted that enterprise applications want to be able to customize. They have a lot of requirements, he said. They want their own blockchain with the government's model. Ontology's main chain will be based on a new consensus mechanism, VBFT, a combination of proof of stake verifiable random function and Byzantine fault tolerance, which the teams expect to be able to process over 3,000 transactions per second. The network intends to be able to support multiple governance mechanisms. However, on its substory chains, Ontology has conceived this elaborate architecture in order to enable what its white paper calls a decentralized trust ecosystem. We want to integrate different trust sources, Lee said in March, and not the scattered and self-refined digital aspects of trust, such as private keys, but real-world seats of trust, the legal system, and the physical assets, such as real estate. Ontology can also serve as a bridge connecting the physical world and business. Let me know your thoughts. Ontology is an interesting project. It's going to be interesting what the reaction is from the community after their launch. We wish them all the best, and we look forward to seeing how it all works out. Well, you may have heard of it. Everyone has. But Binance is opening its first crypto fiat exchange there. So that's super, super exciting. So let's jump into the story. The world's largest cryptocurrency exchange has just launched a fiat trading pair in Uganda. Binance, the w largest exchange by volume according to CoinMarketCap, announced Thursday, today, that it was starting a fiat crypto trading pair with the Ugandan shilling. Moreover, the company also announced its first fiat crypto exchange in the nation, called Binance Uganda, according to a statement. The exchange will charge zero trading fees when it comes online, though Binance declined to state when that would be. However, the first 20,000 users to register with the service will receive 0.5 Binance coins, or BNB as the ticker is called, as appreciation for their support, according to the statement. 
The tokens will be distributed on a first-come, first-served basis, but users who wish to withdraw their tokens must complete identification verification procedures after the platform is launched, according to the announcement. The launch marks Binance's first steps in expanding cryptocurrency trading in the unbanked country. Only 33% of Ugandans actively use their registered financial accounts. In 2016, a study found by the Financial Inclusion Insights, a data collection organization which focuses on trends in the digital financial service industry. Super, super interesting stuff. It's interesting to see that Binance has now moved into new economies, new places, looking for new clients to sign up. So it's an interesting move for Binance and I look forward to seeing how it pans out. Block One wants to rewrite the entire EOS constitution. So let's find out more. EOS is experiencing what might be considered a full-blown constitutional crisis. Revealed Thursday on Telegram, Block One, the company that designed the EOS protocol but turned the code over to its users to launch, proposed that the rules of governing behavior on the platform would be scrapped and replaced with 2.0. Envisioned by a holistic blueprint for a globally scalable blockchain society governed by a written constitution, EOS completed its launch two weeks ago. But disputes over stolen private keys immediately tested the viability of its governance structure. In particular, the EOS Core Arbitration Forum, ECAF, a body meant to settle disputes among participants has drawn criticism for ordering that seven EOS addresses be frozen by the block producers who maintain the ledger. It then drew additional criticism when a fake order circulated, making it clear the off-chain process was vulnerable to even amateur spoofing attacks. But on Tuesday, Block One CTO Dan Larimer went so far as to say, as to state, he's had enough. Larimer, whose other projects include Steam and BitShares, wrote on Telegram that damage to the community from ECAF is greater than funds we hope to restore to users, and said he'd clarify his thoughts in a blog post which was published Wednesday. That post turned into a proposed EOS constitution referendum, though in fact his goal was a complete replacement of the old document with a new set of rules. Am I correct? A Telegram user asked Larimer Tuesday before he published the proposal. In understanding your proposing removal of the entire current constitution and replacing it with one that only refers to ARBs, arbitrators, being able to rule on code versus intent the code vulnerabilities hacks like DAO, Larimer responded with the word yes. A post on Block One's website Thursday made it clear that Larimer was not acting in a personal capacity, but that his desired constitutional overhaul was endorsed by the company behind EOS protocol. The post, a lightly edited version of Larimer's post on the previous day, also clarified that the referendum was, in fact, a proposal for EOS Constitution 2.0. Coder's Law. Block One's post explains the concept of Coder's Law. The blockchain network can only be governed by the extent that actors can be controlled by software protocols. It's compelling but fails to recognize that bugs, extraordinary events will happen and that the community needs a process to establish the intent of the smart contracts in order to replace quickly and resolve issues in a transparent and predictable way when they do occur. It suggests ending all protocol level arbitration orders other than to render non-binding opinions on the intent of the code, but leaves room for the ECAF and in principle competing arbitration forums. When all parties in a contract agree to be bound by the decision ahead of time, those agreements and any code implementing them, however, 
would be at the application layer. For Ferendus, founder of 21mil, which runs a non-validating block producer, though the cryptocurrency exchange Chainrift told the media and the press that Block One's proposed constitution is a huge improvement of the original one, but still unenforceable. He went on to say, anything not enforceable won't be enforced. So there's no point in having constitution IMO, IMO in my opinion anyway. Many involved in EOS see the constitution as being the whole point. But for Ba, who has been banned from an EOS Telegram channel for his vocal opinions on the matter, EOS is promising technology for building decentralized applications, dApps. The constitution, in his view, only introduces unnecessary drama and politics. The community is likely to vote on the new constitution soon, though a number of questions and concerns need to be addressed. These range from the risk of potential vote buying to the way Block One will allocate its votes, as well as the technical capacity to hold a referendum, which may not yet be fully in place. Listen, it's a sunny day here in the city of London, Shoreditch. We're going to wrap things up for today. It's been uh, an amazing week. Thank you all for tuning in. A lot's been done on our end at SVK Crypto HQ here in Shoreditch. A lot's been happening. We've got lots of things to be reporting on. We've got a big week next week with lots of exciting interviews coming up. We've got lots of exciting events. But remember, as always, to, ch uh, to tune into our socials. Um, hit us up on Telegram. That's where it goes down, which is SVK Space Crowd. You can follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. You can also email myself at cstory at svkcrypto.com. C-S-T-O-R-R-Y at svkcrypto.com. Listen, that's a wrap. I got to bounce. Have a phenomenal weekend. And as always, thank you for your time and attention. You've been listening to an SVK Crypto Podcast original. Follow us on Twitter at SVK underscore crypto. Email us on cstory at svkcrypto.com. Leave us a message on our website, www.svkcrypto.com.